brought to you by the Center for the Arts of Greater Lapeer. The PIX podcast showcases the best of the PIX Theater and Gallery 194's featured artists, musicians, and entertainers. We are the Center for all things art and entertainment in Greater Lapeer. Here's your host, Jill Lynn Lyons. Good afternoon, and thank you for being on the PIX podcast. Today, we are talking to Karen Thompson from Classical Bells. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. Classical Bells is going to be at the PIX next Saturday, April 30th at 730. And we're very excited to have Classical Bells back at the PIX. And this is, I think, the second time we've had them not at Christmas time. I know a lot of people associate uh, bell ringers with Christmas. What can we expect with this spring program? We have a great repertoire. We have some jazz standards. We have some sacred music. We have some popular music. We don't just ring. There's choreography. We play percussion. And it's a lot of fun. We think of it as a show and not just a concert. I agree. That's one of the things I love about classical bells is I never know what you guys are going to do. <laughs> and it's so much fun. And I don't know if that word is always associated with uh, bell ringing. Maybe it is fun to do. But I mean, when you come to a concert, these concerts are a lot of fun. Well, that's, that is our hope. We have fun ringing and we try to share that fun with our audiences. How did you get started bell ringing? I started ringing at my church. I visited, I was visiting churches and this particular church, I didn't know had a handbell choir. I was sitting uh, downstairs and I heard this glorious sound coming from the balcony And I was told that that sound was handbells. And I said, I must learn to do that. And I did. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And then your association with classical bells. And how does that differ from church handbell choir? When a church handbell choir, of course, we ring sacred music. And we're in a, being in a church setting, we, we stand there and, and we ring, and it's beautiful. In classical bells in a community group, you know, the sky's the limit on what handbells can do. We, we have other instrumentalists who join us and just really help us make it a, a show. And so that's, that's a little different from church ringing. Are the bells used different from church ringing? I know you guys bring some really amazing bells that I had never seen before, like the square ones and the great, big, huge, giant bells. Well, we have we have a lot of bells and we have several octaves of bells because the if you take the hand bells in total, they'll mimic a piano. And so for every key that's on the piano, We have a bell for that. And there are some church groups who have a lot of bells, but but most do not. It's quite expensive. And so that's that's one of the the differences. So we have bells and we have the hand chimes. 
which have a little different sound. Now, do you do you specialize in a certain key of bell? I mean, are you because it seems like there's some people that were usually when you're at the picture in a U shape and there's some people that are down with the big bells and they might switch around a little bit on that end. Do you do you have a specialty like that? It is our goal to have most of the ringers be able to ring most of the bells. That being said, most ringers will gravitate and and ring more powerfully at a certain spot. But we like to move around so you don't get, you know, wedded to that spot. It it makes it more interesting for us to ring. And we think the audience uh, likes to to see that. That's one of the comments that we get. Why is everybody moving around? I looked for you in one place and then you were somewhere else. And so it uh, it just kind of adds to the fun. Yes, it does. I know in the Christmas concert, it adds to the snowball fight too. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things. It's like, okay, we enjoy, there. we enjoy that. Sometimes we can't retrieve all those snowballs and we have to make new ones. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much fun. Classical Bells is known for, and they've trademarked uh, ringing in color. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, I can tell you a little bit about it. And we'd really like people to see it. Because that's that's what our shows are all about. You can listen to to one of our CDs, and that's really nice. But you get the whole ringing in color when the music comes to life. We just don't ring the notes. We have choreography. We we, we try to be very expressive with both our ringing and our facial expressions, and and it it just pulls the audience in with us in uh, sharing that. I think I'm biased, obviously, that the Pix is an excellent place for classical bells because our house is so lively and the the sound really does ring throughout the theater. We, we really, really enjoy like, it. We really like performing at the Pix. It's nice to be in an actual theater, you know, up on the stage with our name on the marquee. We just love that. And it, it's it's quite the venue. And it's almost always a full house at the picks. We're hoping, fingers crossed, <laughs> get people to buy those tickets. Because it really is, as you mentioned, something that the, the CDs are wonderful, but it's better in person. It really totally envelops you in person. And that part of that is because I, I should also stay. You don't always stay up on stage. <laughs> oh, well, don't give it all away. <laughs> I won't. I won't. <laughs> we, we are big on audience engagement, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> we won't give away all the secrets. There must be a lot of work that goes into this, to, to performing this music, the rehearsals. How often does the group meet and for how long, how long are the rehearsals? We rehearse together once a week on Monday mornings and we are always looking to audition new ringers. So I'll just put in a little plug. If you're an advanced ringer and would like to join us, we'd love to have you audition. 
but we're, we're there Monday mornings and we rehearse in Livonia and it's about a three hour rehearsal and, you know, every week and it's, uh, it's pretty intense, but that's, that's what it, that's what it takes to uh, put on a, a show like that. Then do you rehearse at home? Like I know if I was in high school band, so you had to practice your part at home, but with the handbells, can you do that? Well, you, you can't practice at home unless you own, you know, a, a set of handbells or you, where you can't practice with handbells at home, but uh, people do things. Some people use, you know, kitchen utensils, <laughs> <laughs> forks, spoons, you know, that kind of thing. Some people will will practice at their church. You know, if their church has a set of handbells, you can always look at the music and kind of air bell it, you know, that kind of thing. So yes, you, you do need to, to look at it in addition to the, the rehearsal time and you need to work on the choreography. So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Do you have to... I imagine you need pretty strong arm muscles. Do you have to work out to keep your strength up? I mean, it's very physical on just the ringing it, plus the choreography. It it is a it is a physical instrument, and we we really noticed that for the couple of years, you know, with the pandemic, where we we did not uh, perform. And so when we came back to rehearsal, we had to, you know, kind of build our our strength up again, because even if you do some other, you know, when you do some other forms of exercise, it isn't quite like handbells. So, yeah, there's there's some strength involved and technique, you know, with those larger bells, you know, some of them weigh 10 pounds or more. And it it isn't only the, the strength, but it is the it is also the technique. Now you mentioned most of you don't own any bells at home. It's classical bells. The bells are just when you go to rehearse. Are the bells really expensive? They are. And the the larger the bell, as you can imagine, the more <laughs> expensive they are. And, you know, one of the other things, if you thought, well, I'll just buy a couple of bells, because we ring all over, you know, you, it wouldn't be a matter of just buying four or five bells, you know, it, it, there would be a lot that you might need. And then there's the storage. So (laughs) we really do our best to maximize our, our time together. I imagine a three hour rehearsal is pretty long. It's a long time, but I'll tell you, it, it goes fast because at any one time we're working on you know, maybe 13 pieces of music. And so we, it's, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's quite a bit of fun to be had in preparing for a show. Well, and that's the other thing. It seems like you all get along really well and do have a really good time together. Well, it's, it's important in an ensemble that, you know, people are able to to work together, and it's it's a fun bunch of of people and excellent ringers, and we're working toward the same goal, which is is you know performing an excellent fun show, technically you know good, and also fun. 
you know, we keep coming back to that fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. How many performances does the group do a year? Are you are you performing quite a bit? I know everything's getting back. I should probably preface that with what it used to be before COVID, because I know everything's just starting up again. Well, we we put together two shows for for the in a year. So we do a show in December and we are hired by different venues to perform that show. So we may have, you know, four or five shows. It will be the same show, but different mm-hmm. venues. And we we like to perform all over the metro area. So people have a chance to, uh, you know, to see us without having too much of a drive. And then in the spring, in April or May, you know, we do our spring show like we're doing it at PICS. And that, you know, could be another four or five shows. We're always looking for uh, new venues to host us. And we, we, we love coming to PICS and we love to go to other places too to perform our show. I've also noticed that on your website that you've played with the Michigan Opera Theater and Detroit Symphony. And yes, that was, and that was before I joined the group. So I totally missed out on those great experiences, but I will, I was in the audience when classical bells performed with the, the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, that group is fabulous. And I had no idea that I would ever you know, be able to, to ring with, with the group. So it, it's, it was, it's quite the, it's quite the thing to see, you know, it's, it's great being, you know, in the, in the group, but of course you experience it differently when you watch it as opposed to, you know, being in it. Well, that's wonderful. You've got to do the whole 360 degree from the audience (laughs) to the stage. So you get the full appreciation. Right. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today and giving uh, people a little bit of an inside glance into all this bell ringing. And hopefully we'll see everybody at the Picks on April 30th at 7.30. Tickets are on sale. You can call the box office at 810-664-4824 or they're available online at centerforthearts.org. Thank you so much, Karen. It's been fun. Thank you, Jill. It was great. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Picks Podcast. To learn more about upcoming shows and events, visit www.centerforthearts.org.